Hey, everybody, and welcome to the On Deck Podcast presented by LineStar. I'm Shannon Somerville. We'll be joined by Tyler Weeman in just a bit to go over your daily fantasy baseball projections. Plus, we'll have your prop bets and home run calls. First things first, though, we've got to take a look at some weather conditions for your late game slate. Starting with the Orioles at A's 607 first pitch there, 61 degrees, 85% chance of rain, 12 mile an hour winds blowing out to left. Rays at Cubs, a rainout likely here. Keep an eye on it. 53 degrees, 70% chance of rain. And if it is played, 26 mile an hour gusty winds out to left. White Sox at Guardians, that's a 610 first pitch, 56 degrees, 4% chance of rain, and just some light winds, just six miles an hour blowing out towards left. Yankees at Tigers, 49 degrees, 0% chance of rain with winds blowing in 13 miles an hour, slightly reducing those home run chances. Diamondbacks at Nationals, 57 degrees, 1% chance of rain, clear skies, and three mile an hour winds to left center, so not much of a weather factor in this one. Giants at Mets, 53 degrees, 0% chance of rain, clear skies, and nine mile an hour light breeze out to right. Blue Jays at Red Sox, 53 degrees, 0% chance of rain, 11 mile an hour winds that will be blowing from left to right. Twins at Royals, 65 degrees, 11% chance of rain. Keep an eye on that. Partly cloudy with 8 mile an hour winds to right. So that's a look at your weather report. Remember to keep that in mind when you're making all your daily fantasy lineups to just double check the weather and see what the conditions are at the ballpark. Now we bring in Tyler Weeman to go over some daily fantasy baseball projections. We'll also get to your prop bets and your home run calls for today. But starting out with some pitchers for today, we got Carlos Rodon on the bump today. Mm -hmm. He's going up against the Mets and obviously one of the higher owned pitchers for today. What do you like about his matchup? I feel like we're going to talk a lot about him this year. Uh, with San Francisco, yeah. he's been absolutely great. He has two back-to-back -back games over 30-plus fantasy points. His FIP is 2.8 over the last 20 starts. The combined K rate is 30%. So there's a lot, of like, lot to like about him, plus the implied total is the lowest on the slate at 2.9. Uh, so lot to like about him. Yeah, last time out, seven innings, two hits, and... The only thing is that the Mets are doing okay. The Mets have been a good offense so far, and that is the one bad thing I would mm -hmm. say is in 79 plate attempts versus the Mets, they're hitting 278 against him and have a .222 ISO. So they have got to him in the past. I think he is a little bit better pitcher this year than he has been in the past too though so sure and so they're going for the Mets are going for a three-game home win streak mm -hmm. they are seventh in batting average so it's just a point to consider there when you're probably paying good money for Rodon and he's coming in right around probably 60 percent mm -hmm. on DraftKings so he will be pretty high owned next up is Chris Bassett we're looking at the other side of that matchup. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the Mets righty on the hill. He's 2-0 on the year. Six innings pitched. Hasn't given up more than uh, three hits in each of his starts. Very mm -hmm. consistent. And the Giants are 20th in batting average. What stands out to you about this matchup? So, as you said, Bassett's been great. Mm -hmm. He's averaging 28.5 fantasy points per game so far to start the season. He has a 25 
56% combined K rate. And the implied total on this game is the lowest on the slate. So obviously these both these pitchers are going to be high owned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I would like to bring up is if you're going to roster both of them, only one of them can get a win, which is a bonus Sure. Uh, for points. Uh, the one bad thing is the Giants are good against right-handed hitters. They are a top 10 team against righties. That's also pretty important to note there <laughs> when you're, you're considering that one. Next up on your high-owned pitchers, mm-hmm. we're going to take a look at Mariners righty Logan Gilbert going up against the Texas Rangers, 25% owned, and he's been pretty consistent as well in his last two outings. Yeah, he's he's a great young pitcher. He has a lot of talent. I think he might be a little too high priced on this slate. He's at 9,800 on DraftKings, and he has a 20% combined K rate, which compared to the other guys that are in the 10K range is significantly lower. The uh, Texas is only, they only have a 72 WRC plus against righties, so that does go in Gilbert's favor. However, against Texas, the BVP. BVP data is showing that they've got to Gilbert a little bit. They're hitting 290 versus Gilbert and okay. 31 plate attempts with only a 16% K rate. So I do like Gilbert as a pitcher. I don't know if the upside's there today. Sure. Especially being a, one of the higher owned guys. So talking about upside, we got to look mm-hmm. at some of the lower owned pitchers for today. And Eric Fetty, the Nationals righty, mm-hmm. going up against the D-backs. He's given up two earned runs and five innings pitch in each of his first two starts. And Arizona, last in batting average, just 156 as a team. Mm-hmm. Woof. <laughs> that's right. They, they've been awful, and that's a big reason why I'm mm-hmm. thinking I want to go to a Washington starter. Sure. Uh, Fetty's averaging five and a half strikeouts per game so far to start the season. He has a 21 combined K rate, which is higher than Gilbert. And he's half, pretty much half his owned. Uh, Arizona's also striking out 29% against righty. So maybe there is a little more upside there than we're giving them credit. And they have a low 72 WRC plus. Uh, and then in 22 plate, plate, plate attempts, mm-hmm. Arizona's only hitting 0.105 right. versus Fetty. So love to exploit that matchup. Exactly. Now taking a look at. Merrill Kelly, the D-backs righty, Mm -hmm. on the other side of that matchup. He hasn't allowed a run this season in nine and a third innings. Mm -hmm. And as I was doing my research, I saw that he had a retooled changeup that he Mm -hmm. worked on this offseason. He's using that 8% more, and his strikeout percentage has gone up uh, considerably as well. So when you look at him – how does he play into this uh, into daily fantasy? Yeah, so far as you mentioned, the strikeout percentage he's showing like a thirty four percent K rate so far this year, and that's probably a little high compared to where he will be. I mm-hmm. would expect some regression. Sure. Uh, but all in all, it's very good thing to note. You know, it's a small sample size. Mm-hmm. The combined K rate we're seeing is twenty one percent. Now that is going to be off. A lot of the data from last year so the combined k rate with the new change up could be a little bit higher mm-hmm. uh kelly also profiles very similarly to gilbert but he's two thousand dollars less mm-hmm. 
and Washington's bottom 10 offense versus righties. So it could be just the right price for you. If exactly. You want to pay up for some nice high-owned stacks mm-hmm. that we're about to get into. So let's first take a look at Minnesota at Royals today. It's going to be the lefty Daniel Lynch for them, and he got shelled last game against the Cardinals, mm-hmm. giving up six earned runs, three of those home runs. That's So is that what you're exploiting today? Absolutely. Lynch to righties has just been giving up hard contact. He's giving up uh, almost a 400 Woba, over a 200 ISO, and Twins are likely going to have at least six righties in the lineup. So to go along with that, uh, Lynch is giving up a 52% hard contact rate and over a 95-mile-an-hour average exit velocity. So all in all, it's just Lynch has got hit hard, and that could continue today. Watch out for that one. Toronto at Red Sox. Nick Pavetta is taking the hill for the Red Sox. Last time out, gave up four earned runs in two innings pitched against the Twins. Not a lot of strikeouts this season. And that outing where he gave up four earned runs, it was against the Twins who have the fourth lowest batting average. So I have to think that that's kind of where your head's at for this game, for this matchup. Absolutely. That and the fact that uh, Springer, Bichette, and uh, Vladi have absolutely crushed Pavetta in the past. Uh, As a team, Toronto is hitting over 300 versus Pavetta in 65 plate attempts, and he's giving up 58% hard contact and a 99% mile-an-hour average exit velocity. So Pavetta just, frankly, has got hit very hard, and now he's going against possibly the best offense in the league. Right. (laughs) Definitely some fireworks Mm -hmm. in, in the forecast for that matchup. Taking a look at some lower owned stacks, you have Boston on the flip side of this going mm-hmm. up against Jose Barrios, who had a disastrous first outing. Last time out, gave up three earned runs, including two bombs against the Yankees mm-hmm. and five innings pitched. But we do know he's he's a talented pitcher who's got the ability. What do you see from him in today's matchup? Yeah, I, I'm kind of wanting to pick on him because he's been so bad to start the season. He's given up seven runs, and he's had five walks and 5.1 innings. He's given up 95-mile-an-hour average exit velocity and a 45% hard contact rate, and we all know the Boston offense is really good. So I'd like to pick on that. Uh, Boston also hits righties hard, and they have a 260 average over a 200 ISO and only strike out like 20% of the time versus right-handers. So I just don't think this matchup is one that's going to be good for Berrios. Mm-hmm. And all in all, I think this game could be high scoring. It is a nine uh, total. It I could see it going over. And it could take Berrios maybe a game or two more to kind of settle into the season. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of what we're seeing with a lot of pitchers is maybe a few games to kind of get almost like a get right couple of games to start the season absolutely i mean there was a shortened spring so some of these pitchers are not in their mid-season form yet and barrios may be one of them all right well how about chris paddock uh you're picking kansas city for another low-owned stack former padre who gave up three earned runs in four innings last time out against the dodgers what do you like about the royals matchup today so chris paddock has some talent Mm mm-hmm 
he is very good through the lineup twice. And then after twice, he ends up getting hit. To go along with that, Minnesota has really bad relief pitching. They're the third worst relief pitching team in the league. So that is something I kind of want to exploit. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that Paddock throws 60% four-seam fastballs. That is the pitch his go-to, what he just continually throws. And on the season so far, his velocity is down 2.8 miles an hour, which could be significant when you're relying yeah. on a fastball. Uh, lastly, the totals nine, just like the Boston and Toronto game. And Casey's only plus 108 underdogs. So while Minnesota is getting all of the ownership, Casey's in a very similar spot and very exploitable. Awesome. So we've got all your daily fantasy projections there. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at LineStar app and be sure to download the LineStar app just to get your lineup optimized. And this guy won $10,000 last week. I say that every day because it's awesome. And yep. you could definitely we should use our projections. Now it is time for our home run calls. We've got a lot of great options to choose from today. We just talked about some uh, teams we were going to exploit against some of these pitchers that are going on the hill today. So where are you headed with your home run call for today? I am headed to Toronto. Pick a, pick on old Nick Pavetta, and we're going George Springer to go yard. Excellent. I'm also going there as well. Yeah. We talked about Nick Pavetta and how he hasn't had you know the greatest start to the mm -hmm. season and – Last time out, giving up four earned runs and two innings pitch against a Twins yep. team that hasn't been playing that well. So we love this matchup for one of the most high-powered mm -hmm. offenses in all of Major League Baseball. Vladimir Guerrero. Vladdy Daddy, give me a bomb here. I'm feeling it. I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Now it is time for Prop Bets and Tyler. Sometimes... All good things must come to an end. Yeah. We can. What's the what's the saying that you smile because it happens? <laughs> you don't you don't cry. Yes, you, yes. You know that saying. Your, it's your probably streak. on an inspirational poster somewhere that your I am streak just has ended. But it's all uphill from here, <laughs> or all downhill from here. Right. You're gonna start a new streak today. Who are you going with? Well, I am going with a pitcher. Now, okay, so for those that maybe haven't been following, if you haven't been watching, so I was on a seven-game uh, win streak, so to speak, with my prop bets, and then yesterday, of course, uh, did not go my way. I had Trey Turner mm -hmm. over one-and-a-half bases. Freddie Freeman pops out in the last at-bat. I thought he was going to get another AB in there to go over. He did have a hit, but didn't help me out too much. So the streak ended, but we're going to start another one today, and I'm going with a pitcher. I've had a lot of success with the hitters, but I'm actually changing strategies today. I know that's not always a good thing when you end a streak like that, but I'm going Merrill Kelly over four and a half strikeouts. That's at plus 115. And here's why he's armed with a retooled changeup and he's been using 8% more this season and having a lot of success with it. His strikeout rate has gone up. Now it is a small sample size, but in both of his starts, he's gone over that number. So I'm going over four and a half strikeouts for Merrill Kelly. Where are I, you headed? I like it. I am going to double down on my home run pick. And I am hitting George Springer plus 385 to home run. 
Double so down. We are going for it. Springer has over a 700 Woba versus Pavetta. And I think he's going to go yard again. If one of those guys does not go yard between Vladdy and George Springer, I will be truly shocked. I will too. <laughs> I will too. Be sure to keep up with our home run calls and every all of our prop bets and everything you need to know to optimize your daily lineup or just place your prop bets. You can follow us on LineStar. Make sure if you're watching this on YouTube to hit the like and subscribe button. And that's it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck to you. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow.